Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. I'll take years off your life betting on that. Dude, there was a, I think not yesterday, but the day before. I'm talking about literally everybody essentially in the community got hoed because all the guys that were supposed to be essentially raw, like they always are, mm-hmm. just shit the bed. They literally, people were saying, bro, they li- they must have given their little brothers the controller or something because this, this is like everybody got hoed. Jeez. Yeah, CSGO. And then once in a while, when I dabble with a little LOL. Really? You bet on league? Yeah. I That's hit wild. Well What's that? Dude, I hit pretty well yesterday. What What are they playing right now? Uh, I I couldn't tell you honestly. It's, it's you don't know what the tournament it is. Uh, no, absolutely not. I don't. I just I just bet on it, and then I check the website every now and then. Like, there's a couple of websites I check to that live updates, like the kills and stuff, and you know. It's funny because my coworker and my crew, my crew member, he's into it as well. He does all the ice pick stuff as well. So we're there. Like, if we have a job and like there's some big CSGO uh, <laughs> match going on, we're telling our crew leader, like, hey, bro, you're going to have to wait up a minute, bro. We, our boy Smooth, y'all, he's heating up a little bit. We need to see if he, he's going to get it. But it, it's, it's just fun and funny because it's like today I got sold by this guy. He literally, Map one, I think he was projected at 30, 38 and a half kills, and I took the over. At the end of map one, he had like 28. Map one had 28. So you think map two, bro, all you got to do is get 11 kills. Not too shabby. Dude ends up with 36 kills total, and I'm just like, come on. Damn. Come on, man. Like, why, why are you going to do that to me? And then one time I randomly bet some. I, it was just me on my own with no, like, help or anything. I bet this random guy um, under 41 and a half kills because I was like, 41 and a half. That's pretty big. And I don't know who this guy is. So I'm going to bet the under. I check after the first map. This dude had, like, 32 kills at, at map one. And I was just like... <laughs> All right, never mind. <laughs> Ended up with like sixty yeah. kills after two maps. <laughs> I was Dude, like, you can't bet. You can't bet on that. That's CS:GO is like, I I could never even imagine. That's like, I feel like that's the ver- that is the video game version of playing roulette. That's what that <laughs> is. To be honest, um, it, it's it's way at least in my experience. I have not played it very much, and I don't watch it. It's like i don't know it doesn't interest me but i mean i i just feel like it's roulette i think that's a good comparison it, it's 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 crazy because i thought so too but i mean these dudes hit on that like pretty pretty well like you sound just like a roulette player <laughs> but the thing is also it it kind of it fits in perfectly because you know as far as baseball basketball and stuff it doesn't start till mostly in the evening right so csgo and lol they all are in the morning 
so it's like perfect because like the way i know my my crew member who does this too i know he thinks the same way is like you put a little bit of money in the csgo because they'll put out all the plays the night before so like tonight probably before i go to sleep at 11 i'll put in a few plays because they're gonna start playing at like three have, have you ever besides me have been dedicated to anything this much i mean honestly like this this has grown from what it was at the beginning originally it was like you were betting i think on just basketball to get into basketball and you had like free currency you are now telling me that you were checking lines for counter-strike global offensive the video game the night before so you can bet on it okay so that's where where have we come from (laughs) some might say this is an addiction I just don't understand. <laughs> look, I, I don't how I this don't, hasn't been recognized. <laughs> look, I don't check the lines per se. I have people that I per follow. Se. I have people that I follow that do all the dirty work, and they're oh like, "These are the plays to go." So you with. don't even like do your own research for CS:GO. That's, no, bro. Like just to bet on something, just to bet on it. My older brother is similar in that way. He'll just like bet. He'll ask me before a game whenever we have a family outing, like over Easter. You know the games that were going on. He's like, you know, who are we betting on? Like, is DeAndre going to have a big game? And I'm sitting there, I'm like, dude, I have no idea. Like, there are so many variables. I've hit on. I think he bet on four, and I hit like three of them, maybe two of them. One of them, I bet it was. It was kind of bad. It didn't turn out so well. I don't remember what it was though. It makes it more interesting, though. I, I don't does. care if it's a dollar, a hundred dollars, a thousand. If we're betting, it makes it a thousand times more interesting. Oh, that's true. Yes, yes. Everything like I'm over here freaking watching NHL because I I had a prop on there, like all like, ooh, 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 dude. I, I texted y'all like two weeks ago. I betted on like I had a pitcher in the one o'clock Tuesday afternoon white Sox versus cleveland guardians game and it was the most it was just i was so into that shit because it was like these pitchers were literally dueling and i was like oh oh is he gonna get strike a strikeout let's go let's go let's get three more let's go you know i just you know look up look up the i heard the number recently but since sports uh betting has been legalized what is the amount of money they've brought in or let's say let's do since sports betting became legalized gross like i would just say like gross revenue or gross something like that yeah find something inside whatever that top one is okay last year americans this is forbes okay pretty pretty good last year americans wagered a record 57.2 billion on sports up 165 percent from 2020 bringing an all-time high rev- high in revenue of 4.29 billion the growth growth is mo- mostly due to seven new markets between yada yada damn yeah that's that's the other thing is it's not even fully legal in every state and now that, that's how much money it brought in holy Dude, on- shit honestly i don't know why you know, every state just doesn't like Texas, for instance. I mean, this is price picks is technically kind of a loophole because it's daily fantasy sports and Texas declares fantasy sports as um, 
sort of a skill, I guess you could say. So it's not. Then you you said that in the beginning because I asked about it. I remember yeah, you, yeah. they classified yeah. as something else. Exactly. And the thing is, if you think about it, it's the same argument with like the legalization of marijuana. Like, why isn't like people are buying it anyways? You might as well legalize it. You can make so much money off the taxes of it. More so sports betting, like sports betting is even less of a, I mean, if you have a problem, you just have a problem. You're going to get that fixed regardless. You know what I mean? Like people that really want to bet, they're going to find a bookie and they're going to bet. Except Texas, you're not getting anything from it. So you might as well just legalize it. Get some money from it. Get them taxes. Dude, it it makes you wonder, right? Like what is the reason and you ready for this turn? You ready for this? This is what came in my mind. Uh-oh. So what is the reason that you have these things illegal, like betting and marijuana? And then recently there's been the news about abortion, like these battles in between like good and I guess evil mor- morals. It's almost like they, I, again with the they, <laughs> There is, it, it just feels like the, it, there's not an openness that you want to see because there, there has to be limitations, right? Like between setting people on the wrong path, like betting is clearly a very addictive activity, right? So like you want to limit that in your, in your, for your citizens. However, I agree with you. Like at what point is it whatever, like everybody does it. And at what point is it, no, we can't legalize that because it's just, you, you take the step and it, it has a ripple effect. That's too, that's too bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't, don't you feel that? that that has to be the only reason. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I think eventually nationwide it'll be legalized. It's one of, cause if you think like seven, eight years ago, it wasn't legal anywhere. Like it no. was kind of, there was this negative connotation towards sports betting, but slowly but surely, now it's it's all kind of bro. The MGM these, commercials, have you seen those with dude, the fireworks these, on the field and everything? Oh my gosh! Yes, all these now you see the NFL, NBA, MLB—they're all partnered with some kind of sports book because that's where the money's at. Like, bro, yeah. The thing is, nobody. The, and also, this is because uh, this is also because of just technology, you know, making it easier. Obviously. Well, also think about this. An NFL team can only, an NFL stadium can only fill so many people. But if you have online betting, you can have essentially unlimited bets because there's no, there's no cap. Yeah, exactly. And also it's smart for the sports leagues because this is how you increase your revenue. Exactly. I, I have a current subscription to MLB.tv because I want to be able to watch whatever I bet on. That's wow. And like, I came in late. I came in late to the game to the NBA season. But if I got into it at the beginning of the NBA season, I would have bought NBA League Pass. I guess that's fair. I I kind of reacted negatively to the MLB, but yeah, I I have thought about buying NBA League Pass for sure. But I I have Red Zone. Yeah, like obviously we we got we got we got Red Zone. We got to have because you know why? Because I don't know about you, but I would I wanted to watch my fantasy team. Like the players oh, on my yeah. fantasy team, and they but, put all the scores and everything in the rankings. And the thing, but the thing is, if you could only watch your local, you're only seeing the freaking Texans. You're exactly. only seeing like you're only seeing two games, and it's like 
what about all my other players? I want to watch them. It's the same thing, but with the betting, like, yeah, it's the same aspect. You're going to, you want to watch. Honestly, if I'm not, if I know like I'm busy all day and stuff, I don't bet because I I'm like, what's the point if I can't watch the games? There's no, yeah, point you can't get me. excited. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of like, I'm just putting in money and like, I'm, I'm just lottery. It's just lottery. Exactly. But if I actually get to watch the games, it's like, it's exciting. Like, you know, we got the, the freaking heat versus Sixers coming on and I'm like, all right, I'm looking out for my boy, bam, out of bio, you know, get that fantasy score over fantasy score. You know, it's just, it's just a different intensity to it. Um, like last night, Steph Curry, man, he had me scared a little bit. First time I ever bet on Steph Curry ever, and it was over 25 and a half points. And you would think, Chef Curry, you know, he's three-pointer. He should do that. He had me a little worried for a little bit. He ended up with, I think, like 27, 27 or 28. Man, but he, he I was just like, they Curry, didn't shoot please. well last night. Neither yeah. of them, him or Clay. They really didn't. And I was like, look, Curry, for all the times you've destroyed my teams, whether it's been a LeBron James team, <laughs> whether it was the Houston Rockets team, like the least you can do for me is hit over 25 and a half points this one time for me. That's the least you can do for me. And then, and then John Moran said, bruh, hold my Glock. I'll put up 47 on you. <laughs> he is... Did you know, I looked this up last night. Did you know he scored every single point for them except for, I believe, one or two from the seven-minute point on? When Jaron went out, he was the only one who scored. He scored 18 in the fourth quarter. Dude, the offense, the offense, when he went out for a little bit because of his eye, like he's like, I could, he got his eye poked or something he couldn't see. Offense couldn't do anything, bro. They were just sitting ducks out there just i was like playoffs oh God, man they... it's the golden state warriors it's gonna take everything did dylan brooks getting fouled out three minutes in i mean they're getting ejected three minutes in unbelievable i mean it, for for the the grizzlies i mean what a way to start right yeah they I needed mean... that and J- jaron can't stand a freaking foul trouble man it's so so bad whole first series and now here it's like he's He's not even playing 30 minutes and he's fouled out. <laughs> I mean, he's getting, he's getting mismatched essentially. That's the way I see it. It's just, it's not, he doesn't have that one guy that, I mean, kind of dream on, I guess, but even then he doesn't have that one guy that he could just big he guy. Move, that he can stay, he's stay not... on, but he, he, you know, when you're, tr- when you're switching and next thing you know, you're on Curry, then you're on Clay Thompson. Oh wait, you got Jordan pool. You're on Jordan pool. Now it's just, dude, they're, they're too athletic and too quick nope. and just too good. Actually, I think the complete opposite when they, when they have Brandon Clark and Jaron Jackson in with Dylan jaw and I don't know, Xavier Tillman in when they run that lineup against the death lineup, for the Warriors, it matches up incredibly well. You notice right when Jaron went out, instantly it was just like they had the death lineup in it and it was tough. Like Job had to score almost every possession. You'd have to check, but I'm pretty sure he he scored just about every possession from the four minute point on when Jaron got kicked out or ejected. Which ejected, kind of sucked because uh uh I think Reggie 
was it Reggie Miller that was calling that game? I think Reggie Miller was pointing it out that uh, John Morant missed the the communication where he was supposed to tell yeah. Jared Jackson that the that backdoor screen was coming. Yeah, but he didn't know. Just ran straight into Draymond. I think it was. But yeah, it's uh, it was an incredible performance. Um. It is. It's it's one of those ones like the bubble with with uh, uh, the help me with the Nuggets player um, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. Uh, it, it it's just it's incredible. It's the beginning of a superstar. I think I think the superstar title is, is really uh, not as meaningful as it used to be right now. So it, it, I'm tempted to give him a superstar title but i i'm just not there yet i think it needs to be repeated it's only not as meaningful because you give people like jalen brown no i think i think everybody in general just it it is overused like goat is overused so superstar you think about that being you know i don't know how many steps down from goat but you know it, it gets overused so i'm not there to put him as a as a superstar yet but he is definitely a star and they have the potential to win this series. You know, you just saw what happened when they didn't have Dylan Brooks, who's one of their best players. Desmond Bain has not been playing well. And Jaron Jackson can't get out of foul trouble. So if they're actually playing basketball together, then this is a pretty damn good series. Otherwise, we're going to see Golden State. They're going to go nuts this next game, for sure. Well, unlike you, I'm ready to put it on them. John Morant, welcome to the Superstar Club. Um, hope you enjoy your stay. Hope you stay for a little while. And um, yeah, welcome to the Superstar Club. It was his third year in the league. I mean, come on, dude. There is only he is he is only one of three players to score forty five plus points in two playoff games before he turns. They turn twenty two. The list is LeBron James and Kobe Bryant. It's it's not at all a, a diss to him. Like the when I watch him, it, it's like I don't think I I see. I don't think I've ever seen besides prime Derrick Rose somebody that athletic ever. He is somebody. able to go up in the air and then under like duck under somebody midair and then scoop across his body across the back of the other defender into the back. It is the most incredible thing to watch. Some of the I don't think I've ever seen anybody like that. Some of the drives he makes, I'm like, how? How? So <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to die on the hill of him not being a, a superstar at this point. I mean, I'd be willing to give him the title. No. I just... I, 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 the perfect comparison was the Jamal Murray thing. Jamal Murray at the bubble, you probably could have been like, oh, he's a superstar. He arrived. What about now? Like, you, he has to... Rep- I mean, granted, he has been injured. But, I mean, you, you could have crowned him a su- superstar at the bubble. Fair. I mean, jaw has to repeat it. Okay, how about this? You are considered a superstar when you put on performances like he did after you get your first big money contract. Yeah, I think it's tied to experience for sure. Like, you can't just have somebody like LaMelo next year just goes nuts. Like, he's not a superstar at that point. Like, I feel like a superstar is, is a title you achieve and you maintain over a period of time. Like, would you consider Paul George a superstar? Would you consider Luka Doncic a superstar? 
Luca is a superstar. Come on. Okay. Luca is a superstar. So um, Luca is a superstar. Would you consider Paul George a superstar? Unfortunately, to a certain was he extent, ever a yes. superstar? Yes. Like was Pacers? Yeah. Yes. Okay. He's, I think he still is. It's just like I hate to admit it, but I just I find it funnier to make fun of him rather than you know call him a superstar. But I yeah, think, I think he is a superstar. But it, it just it takes. I feel like it takes time. Like it, it just does. You that maturity that repeated action you know seeing it over and over and over again it depends plays into it it depends because luke luca isn't luca from the same draft class no the draft before so he's one year one year more. look at it fact check me though i think it's i think it's one year before but either way one year like still jaw has done you know just as much as luca has done playoff wise um no, I mean, I'm I'm with you. I think it just that it just depends on the easy. player. It depends what? on the player. It depends it on the player. Like Luca, we know we know he's a superstar. We just know it. Like you see it, and you know it. He's, I mean, he is. Uh, like I've said many times before, he is the coldest white boy on the planet Earth. Earth. Like some of the stuff. Like I love seeing some of the stuff he does, where he like fakes a pass and like just totally the defenders just like looking around, and he just kind of just kind of tosses yeah. it into the bucket like <laughs> he's doing like street tricks on these on these dudes like he is he's great man he's he's so fun to watch uh i want your opinion on on draymond right now dude draymond's kind of catching some heat what do you what's your opinion on him it's funny because i just saw uh alejandro sent me jj reddick going off on uh first take about it to to russo mad dog russo and a lot is that of stuff, the white dude that's on there the older yeah, guy yeah okay. yeah they call him so, mad dog yeah that's his nickname okay. Mad Dog. but i have to agree with literally everything jj reddick said um so he said so russo went first he talked about how obviously he doesn't like not that he doesn't there, like Draymond. Is there a way to play the video and we can listen to it? Is there a way? And the two fans can listen to it? Is there a way for us to do that? I mean... Because if you agree with everything he says, then I want to listen to the video. You know what I mean? That has the same sort of connotations that the shout-out and dribble crowd has towards athletes, and I have a real problem with that. Specifically with Draymond, the idea that America is tired of You do realize the guy has a very, very popular podcast that he hosts where he talks himself... For a majority of the episode, and people listen to that. He signed a talent deal with Turner because people want to hear what Draymond has to say. Sure, the reason they want to hear what Draymond has to say is because just like in this press conference, he is real, authentic, and unfiltered. And as a player, he is real, authentic, and unfiltered. The edge that he carries himself with, he's talked about this since game one. Clay Thompson has talked about this since game one. It's what makes him great. It's what makes him a future Hall of Famer. It's the reason he is who he is. It's just like saying, hey, John Morant, stop dancing when your teammate's making a three. The reason John Morant is great is because he plays with joy and fun and a carefree attitude and a fearlessness. You can't take away what makes a player great. So there's no shut up, Clay. Uh, he is so polarizing. I think for all the fans that you think, Listen to the podcast, so I can, I can give you 50 million fans who would say the same thing enough already. So he is a polarizing athlete. Sure, there are certain younger fans, especially, that like to hear him play. Uh, 
give you a large segment of older fans who have followed the NBA for 60 years, who are, this is not a political scenario or a race situation, who have followed Wilt and Wilt is a Nick fan, who love Clyde and love Reed yeah, and I, love I, the I, Pearl. I don't think I, I'm not saying it's a race, race situation. I'm saying that this, the, the fans you're talking about, they talk about athletes that way, like you just talked about an athlete. I think there's a lot. I think people, there's a people lot. On Fox, the people on Fox News talk about athletes that way. That's, I mean, that's, I, my, I, I, Fox News that's is, my issue. I, I don't actually care about the fans that watch Bob Cousy play right. or watch Wilk play. I don't care. Right. I appreciate that they've been NBA fans that long, right. but I don't appreciate the undertone. Wow. Uh, that's why I don't watch that show, because that guy opened his mouth and said what he said. Although J.J. Reddick made a comparison to Fox News, which is another reason why I don't watch that show. <laughs> oh. Not like I disagree kind of stuff, with it. I just but, I just don't like the crossover to politics. But, I mean, it was to make his point, which... That's fair. He had a fair point, which is guys like you, Russo, old guys, just shut up and play. It does have the same undertone as when people on Fox News are like, shut up and dribble. Yeah. No, I mean that that Laura Ingram said that and I detest her. And frankly, I don't watch Fox News to be honest with you. I, I don't like you I don't have don't Fox care. News Plus. I don't care for no, it, bro. Dude, is there a Fox <laughs> News Plus? Nah. Damn. I was wondering when CNN Plus went down, if they were going to counter with coming up with Fox News and see if they keep it alive. That would have been a super hard flex. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I agree. I agree with that comparison, I guess like that. That's fair. Uh, I'm just surprised at how ignorantly, I guess the, the new guy responded to JJ. That was just, I was just a really weak response. Like, what about the guys who've been watching the NBA for 60 years? And what do you say? Like, don't care for this. It, it, it if anything, he helped JJ Reddick's point. Exactly. Like he was just it's almost like, like he was teed up. Yeah. And it, it was, it was interesting. Cause I kind of watched that. I've searched for the full episode and watched after that to see what happens. Cause that's like, if you just watch that clip towards the end of that clip, you're like, dang, bro, JJ low key say you racist, bro. Like, bro, you racist. Like, why can't this dude talk? But yeah, Molly was like, whoa, okay, guys. And then, of course, Stephen A came in, had to like, you know, yeah, you know, JJ, I, I, I agree with you. But I've met a lot of other, there is a lot of Russos and blah, 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 trying to like keep the peace or whatever. But I mean, I, I enjoy when they have JJ Reddick on because he is the truth. Yeah. He is, you know, former player, longtime player. And he goes on there and he says what needs to be said on behalf of the players and whatnot. And it so much more differently than like a Kendrick Perkins or any any other former player somebody's been like groomed there. for television right not it's not it's not even that i it's it's the opposite i feel like he's not groomed for television like he like jj you could see, yeah jj like yeah, you exactly that's what i'm saying yeah yeah because you could see him literally while russo was first talking he's getting he's you could see him fuming you could see the fumes coming out of his like head if you just watch him like just his body language i was like dude he's ready to just <laughs> annihilate so the question still stands what do you think about draymond green what's going on with him right now 
I think Draymond's just being Draymond, man. Like, there's not, he's not doing anything different than he has been for his whole career. You know, it's just sometimes shit happens. That's that's, that's it. Uh, you know, it's a it's a very it's the Western Conference semifinals. It's playoff basketball. Emotions are high. Um, Memphis is a tough team, and it, it just. It is what it is. It's not uh, just like the thing with Kyrie. I didn't think the Kyrie thing was too huge of a deal. It's just because he's Kyrie, but I guess the same with this. It's just, it's, it's Draymond. That's just who he is. It's not. I, it's I not a good there's... look though. Like going to the press like he did after the game and saying, you know, oh, fine. You know, I make 25 mil a year. Like I'll be just fine. Like that, that kind of stuff is not good that, for the uh, look that's not what you yeah, want yeah, yes and no that's a, it's that quote is a little i know you 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 saw the whole thing because you're referencing it but when you just say that quote it kind of it's out of context i felt like um well he was he was definitely aggressive with that reporter and like he wasn't aggressive is probably the bad word uh he was like a little upset, I guess, by that question, a little like frustrated by that question, did respond like knee jerk way. So I, I don't I don't agree with the way he responded. I don't think it's a good look. I do understand that's Draymond, dude. Michigan State, I've watched him for a long time. I love Draymond. I just think at a certain point, like, you know, when does I don't know if you want to call him the bad boy, but when does it cross that line to okay, this is taking a little too far. Like this is not good. This is not a good look. Like you're hurt, you're hurting yourself, or you're hurting the league, or your team, or whatever. Honestly, as long as you're being yourself, it, I don't think we we know Draymond's not a bad guy. Like as far as just like out, he's a good civilian of the public, right? So yeah, I'm not saying I'm straight. just saying like bad but attention to the team. That, that's what I'm saying. So as long as he is just any athlete in general, as long as they are a good standing, good public civilian, everything else is like, as long as you're being yourself true to who you are, I don't think you, you can go wrong. Like, I don't think the word, I don't think Steph Curry and Clay Thompson are in there. Like, dang Draymond, why did you have to say that? No, because they know Draymond that just like JJ said, Draymond, how he is, like how he responded in that press conference that's what makes him who he is on the court. And you can't just, you, you can't, um, I guess, I don't want to say mute him or anything, but you can't even like diminish filter him, it. like yeah. filter it or anything. You need him to be who he is. And that's why it, it's not a problem. Maybe with the league a little bit, if, if that's the case, like just find him, whatever, like, even then, the Warriors, I know the Warriors for sure aren't worried about it because that's their guy. That's their teammate. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, I think there is a point where it does become a problem, though, because, I mean, when the one thing you hear about the Warriors would have won a championship if Draymond didn't get what? Suspended. So, like, it becomes a problem when it becomes a problem. Like, if it's just playing aggressive, doing his thing, you know, whatever, cool. But I mean, you have Iguodala going behind him, like kind of they're kind of bantering and stuff. Because at that point, it becomes, it's 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 taken away from the game now, so it it just can't cross that line of like now you're affecting our team. Because I mean, it did affect the team. I mean, 
in that case, yes, you know, and that that's like I said, shit happens sometimes when you are the way he he is in the heat of the emotion, heat of battle. You do some stupid shit sometimes. So, I, I mean, you're right. And I feel like as long as he's not in those situations where he's getting suspended or whatnot, then it's what he does should be okay. I know he got uh, that flagrant two in game one. It was kind of, eh. I don't know what y'all think about that flagrant foul. I was like, eh. Oh, did we not talk about that? No, the flagrant two? No. Um, oh, where he pulled him down? I thought we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, it was. I I don't think it was. Wow. Flagrant one, yes. Flagrant two. I agree with you to a certain degree. However, the rule book does not agree with us. You know, that's the yeah. unfortunate thing. Like when you read it, they read the fine print. The rules are what they are. He just, just unfortunately like with, uh, with Dylan Brooks. Like I'm pretty sure he didn't intentionally yeah. mean mean to do that, but by the book flagrant exactly like it's same deal it just sucks that uh, but i'm glad that there's that objectivity to the game and it's not everything all those calls if they were subjective could you imagine my god be horrible demarcus cousins will be thrown out of every single game (laughs) (laughs) as soon as he steps on the floor (laughs) flagrant two Uh, i think he draymond i i agree with alejandro to a sense or to a degree where it's like you can be yourself but when you get flagrant twos and those start to build up. I don't know how many more he needs before he gets suspended, if it's one more or what it is. But you put your your team at risk. So just, like, the fine thing is fine. Like, what he said is fine. It came across probably not how he wanted it to. Uh, just, like, a bit aggressive. It's fine. Like, he is being himself. Just very raw. However, the flagrant two and kind of just the repeated actions you've seen I just really hope that these two games at home, he kind of reels it in a little bit because they're at home and he doesn't get himself into more trouble because that could really cost the Warriors, you know, some serious games. So you think about, I mean, he's a, he's a core member of that team. Mm-hmm. So if he's not there, that's a problem. Like, so express, express yourself fully. I, I get that, but understand that, you know, you're part of a team and you have to, you have to buy by the rules to a certain degree. <laughs> Like Dennis Rodman did with the Bulls, man. I mean, he did all kinds of shit, like go to uh, go on vacation in the middle of the season or whatever, like for 24 hours, that kind of shit. Like he be himself, but like you're also part of a team, you know? Yeah. And I think as long as he's on the court, he makes himself available to be on the court. It, he should, he should be good. He should be fine. Yeah. Um, That like, that is a good point. As long as he's available on the court to play and he's there playing whatever he does on the side is just kind of like it is what it is it's fine if he wants to like say all that stuff and like get fined and whatever it's fine but as long as i don't know if fines add up to suspensions or anything i don't think they do but yeah so get fined all he wants as long as he doesn't get you know kicked out of games and suspended and things like that that's the most important thing And and he knows that he's a smart guy like i really like him on on tnt so I think he's pretty good. So I, I, tr- I trust him. I think he'll be all right. I just I still want the and, uh, the Grizzlies to win though. <laughs> and like you said, once they go back home, it's a it's I think it's a totally different vibe. Like yeah, people are with him. Like 
it's not in a hostile environment where everybody's just shitting on you. And so you're already the emotions and adrenaline is already at an all time high. And then you got people just shitting on you and stuff. And you're just like, ah, whereas you got your people, you're at home with your people and you're like, hell yeah, let's go guys. Absolutely. So, well, uh, speaking yesterday of, also go for it. Oh, I was going to say, speaking of fringe superstars, Jalen oh. Brown decided Here to make go. this coming out party um, the other day as well in in game two, which I should have seen coming. Should have seen that coming because I don't no think way... you should have. Did you watch the beginning of that game? <laughs> There's no any Nobody saw that coming. Just <laughs> I mean, I I should have known that after getting blown out essentially in game one Celtics were going to come out in game two and just I don't know I didn't know Milwaukee was going to respond that badly but I knew Celtics were going to come out swinging the Milwaukee part was unexpected the Celtics part was expected and uh, you know finally welcome to the playoffs Jalen Brown finally Finally came out, major coming out party. It's okay. So now I'm excited. Game three is going back to Milwaukee, and we're actually going to have a series now. Everybody got their their turn for the blowout. Like, oh yeah, I'm a yeah, I'm I'm a show up. All right, your turn. I'm a chill this game. All right, now let's get a real series going. <laughs> they split the home court for the Celtics. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty big deal. It's arguably, is it a bigger deal than the Memphis Grizzlies splitting home court for Golden State? The Milwaukee, they have to go to Milwaukee and play. And I mean, you got it. You got to win one of those games. I is mean, that harder than the Golden it's, State it's, route? Is it's playoff basketball, dude? All <laughs> what kind of answer is hard. that? Everything's hard, bro. Nobody is going to keep home court advantage or whatever. Like, it's playoffs, bro. Cue, 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 cue the trophies background music. You know, like that commercial they've been playing. (laughs) There there was a point in that game yesterday, I think Giannis was like two for 12 and had five points. And it was in like the late third quarter or, or like. I don't even know. He ended with Dude. 28, 9, and 7 some freaking way. Jeez. <laughs> Dude, God. the beginning God. of that, he played absolutely like, I think I saw most of the, I think I saw the whole first half. And I was just like, Dude, what is, what are you doing? He just played absolutely shoddy basketball. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it was just because, you know, I'm watching this with, you know, my basketball mind or if because I betted on his assist prop and I was like, dude, why are you past the ball? Like, why are you just like, what was this? Prop? Why are you shooting? Why are you shooting threes? And why are you just trying to ISO and then just drive it in? I know you're, you're the Greek freak, but this is the Boston Celtics and this is playoff basketball. You can't just expect to be able to drive it down in their face every time and just scoop and score you gotta you gotta dish the rock play some offense they didn't even have marcus smart the Celtics didn't even have marcus smart bro 
Yeah, that is a really good point. Grant Williams was given the clamp to Giannis. Bro, Grant Williams is going off. Grant Williams was clamping Giannis on, onto the Kumpo. Grant Never Williams thought I say had that 21 points. Never thought I'd say that in my life. Seriously. And they were so efficient, too, especially at the beginning of the game. And then Jalen Brown was 46 just and a half nuts. from three point. Jalen Brown was nuts, too. He was just unconscious, unconscious. Just every time he pulled up, I was like, oh, it's going in. They, they had two people put their hands up in the three point line on him, but it's going in. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just it was just <laughs> like. What I I thought once that first timeout came about, Milwaukee will maybe get on a little run, bring the game closer, and then all right, we'll start having a game now. Giannis just kept playing his bullshit. I don't know what he was even doing. Just want to be James Harden. He was like, I want to play like James Harden today. This ISO basketball, whatnot. And Grant Williams just gave him the clamps and. Like I said, game three, I'm ready for a series. This is where the series is actually going to start. They both got their 1-1. Um, game three is where the series is going to start. Um, but, yeah, that, that, that yeah. Those are, <laughs> Those are my thoughts. So we had a discussion, I don't even know how many months ago, about Jalen Brown being a star and you said he wasn't a star. That's what it was. I texted you yesterday teasing you saying that you said he sucks, but instead you said he isn't a star. So is Jalen Brown a star? How is Jalen Brown a star, but John Morant isn't a superstar? How are you going to turn this around? I am a John Morant fan, and first of I all, will gladly crown him the superstar title. I just think it's a bit early. Do I? I'm trying to think within myself. Is there star then superstar? Do I really want to have that many like boom, 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 boom? Yes. I kind of, I kind of feel like you're either a superstar or you're not. What? All star. Let's do that. All star. He's an all star. Jalen Brown is an all star. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but he's a he's star. He's a star in this league. They always say that. He is an all-star. He's a, you don't think he's a star? All-stars are all-stars. Okay. So I mean so, that three times fast. So Andrew Wiggins is an all-star? Yes. Is Andrew Wiggins a star? Well, or do we want to say first half of the season Andrew Wiggins is a star? I don't know. I mean. But he's an all-star, so yeah, he's a star. Stop. You're lying. Oh, you took this away from me. You're no fun. Jalen Brown is a star. He's not a superstar, but he is a star. He has been a star, and David will not admit it. He would not admit that was right. He is a star in this league. Was Tatum a superstar to you, David? Yes. What kind of question is that? (laughs) I I wanted to make sure where you were at. I was a little bit worried. I was, too. If you had said, eh... I smacked you upside the what, head. What, what are we going to do? Uh, superstar or not superstar? Segment, stupid shit with David. Let's go. All right. This person, Steph Curry, superstar or not superstar? Bro, come on. Jalen Brown's also 
25 years old. So keep that in mind. Jason Tatum is 24, which is even scarier. You know, it's crazy. I, I think I agree with you in a sense on the star thing, because there are so many good players now that are coming up that are everywhere. Like, it feels like, I mean, think about like the De'Aaron Foxes of the world, you know, like those, mm-hmm. those kinds of players that are good players on their team, like Buddy Heald. But they those just like, don't have the recognition, national recognition yeah. slash the team yeah. to showcase. That. Or like CJ McCollum, right? Like CJ is very clearly a star in this league. But like you, they're like everywhere. So it kind of you're right. It diminishes the value of that word star. I I I'd go as far as to say if it wasn't for McCollum playing under Damian Lillard's stardom superstar, because Damian, I think Damian Lillard's a superstar. Absolutely. So playing if he wasn't playing under Lillard, I think CJ McCollum would be considered right now a superstar. But the thing is, this is our first time seeing him outside of Dame Lillard. But even then, now he's with Brandon Ingram, who is coming into his own now. So it's like, dang, bro. Because it's 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 hard for me to make an argument like, oh, CJ McCollum's a superstar when I see the things that Brandon Ingram are doing better than him. And I don't even consider Brandon Ingram a superstar. You know what I mean? It's it's hard for me to make that argument to myself. So it's like, uh... he seems to be destined to be like a really really solid starter, like an all star, like an all star. Yeah, he's an all star. Well, you think about it, man. In the West now, is he an all star? I don't think he in is. The West? Yeah, dude. Let's see. Come on. I mean, who we got? We got shooting guards in the West guards. Sorry, they don't do those anymore. It's just guards in the West. Are you kidding me? We got Steph. um, Clay Thompson. I feel like if he had a good enough season, he could battle Clay Thompson one year. How about Devin Booker? Booker. Um, I don't even know how, how about Chris Paul. Chris Paul. How about Donovan Mitchell? I, I I'll take out Chris Paul because some he'd be chilling sometimes, getting injured during the regular. You know, we know he's an All Star, like future Hall of Famer. He's the point god, but like, how about he, how about Damian Lillard? Yeah. <laughs> so we've Who'd already listed right, off like how you many before that. You said something uh, before that one. Uh, before Dame, Lillard. I don't remember. Uh, you said Chris I was, Paul. I was Chris Paul, Devin Booker. I already had Devin Booker. There was one Donovan you said Mitchell. Was, Donovan Mitchell. There we go. Okay, now we got five. <laughs> there's, um, I mean, there's, there's enough, dude. He's, he's not really all star unless he steps it up next year, which it'll be really interesting to watch them next year. I and think see with Zion. I think he can if. From the five we named that we said, all right, all stars, excluding obviously Chris Paul and some of those, like the older ones that kind of like, you know, they're injured sometimes, so they don't really get that all star bid, whatever. Donovan Mitchell, I think he, I think he could compete with Donovan Mitchell for an all star yeah, spot. He definitely could. 
especially Donovan Mitchell now because he he's fell off. That's why I said the superstar qualification now is that after you get your bag, you still got to be playing at a high level because Donovan Mitchell, we're like, dang, this is superstar potential. Then he got his bag and he's like, uh, I'm just a star, I guess. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> he's pretty damn good. I well, It'll also be interesting to see if they blow up Utah in the offseason. We'll see what happens because Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, they've run it back so many years. Like Rudy Gobert is a superstar. Rudy Gobert is a superstar. No, I'm kidding. No, take that back. You don't think so? No. He's three-time defensive player of the year? I guess so? probably not. Probably not. Not in this league. Not like you're you're right. Maybe in I think the two, he's, 2001 he's, he's or something. One of, well, I thought about it because like he's one of the best at his position. So Honestly, like typically that would qualify you to be in that category or that conversation, but he's not really like he just isn't a superstar. He's not. He's honestly, he's kind of. A, I would take Jonas Valanciunas over Rudy Stop. Gobert. Stop. Come on, dude. Come Stop. on. Valanciunas is a three-time beat. defensive player of the year. So leads the league almost every year in blocks. Come so? on, man. Stop. What's the point of that if you can't score for me? What's the point you of that? Score? Oh, Scores from the inside. You can't shoot like the newer centers can. Sure, but I mean. I'm if not gonna sit scoring, here and defend Rudy he, Gobert. He's like he's like a Clint Capella, bro. You, you, you got me. You got me roped in. Stop. I'm not defending Rudy Gobert. I don't even like Rudy <laughs> Gobert. Like, I don't want to do this. I I totally just like almost wasn't even focused. And you're like Rudy Gobert is a superstar. I was like hell yeah. And then I did. I realized what I said. I was like yeah. I don't want to do this. I don't want to hey, defend Rudy Gobert. He's I've revealed superstar. my I've revealed my trap card. Yeah, Rudy that Gobert's was it right there. Trap card. <laughs> God, you got me pretty good there. He is not. I'm not doing that. Because I said that to be stupid, and I thought I was waiting to get a reaction out of you, and you agreed with me. I was like, well, what? No way. Yeah. This, bro. Anyway, back, back to what I said. I was saying, like, when you dilute the word star, we're kind of seeing every year, like, stars come out of the draft, almost, it feels like. So you're. I, I agree with you to a sense. You just have to be very careful with like calling people a star because if you call your best best player on your team a star, that's I feel like that's not I don't think that's fair. Like if you're if you're the worst team in the league, like Jalen Green <laughs> on the Rockets, like is he a star because he's the best player on the Rockets or no, uh, no Christian Wood? No one, or, no one's ever said that. Well, okay, that's what I'm saying. Though, like when you. I, I was just making my point, David. Jeez. Oh, well, I agree with your point. <laughs> yeah. I agree with your point. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I think it's funny that every time David kind of talks bad about a player, they ball out. Like he was talking bad about Tyler Hero. He was throwing a little shade at Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero's been balling, bro. Six man of the year. I mean, he might be he balling right now, yeah, but I mean That's where it matters. He's going against the 76ers, dude, with no Joel Embiid. That ain't his fault. That ain't his fault. That ain't right. his fault. His, his job is to ball, and he's been balling, bro. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, it, Why couldn't that happen during the season? You could have talked shit about Westbrook, and he could have balled out. <clears throat> Damn, I know, right? If only I would shit talk LeBron, he would have won three more rings, bro. <laughs> Damn. Ray Allen saved one of them. Oh. Anyway. Anywho. That's all I got, man. Uh, 
Is Are you off to watch uh, some hockey for your betting hockey? or like some more CSGO? PSA no, hockey bro. playoffs. No, bro. It's 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 basketball, bro. You know, I stay I stay day one, A1 to my day one. You know, basketball uh, takes priority over everything, bro. Um, but no, no CSGO tonight. That's that's morning time. <laughs> morning time. I might I might check in on some NHL stuff, depending on how close my my props get. Um, Great watch, but Great mostly watch. I'll be I'll be watching basketball, man. Come on, you know you know how I go, you know how I do. You could do basketball on TV and NHL on the iPad, bro. Uh, I'm most likely. I mean, I will do basketball on the TV and MLB on the iPad before I do ML- NHL on the iPad. You know, I I rather watch NHL than MLB any day of the week. You know, that's that's good for you. I'm glad you have your your favorites, dude. dude hockey is it, bro? It's, it's gonna make it's gonna come up, bro. Hockey is legit. Super entertaining. Well, playoff hockey. Regular season hockey is a big downfall. but Playoff hockey is lit. I agree with that. Yeah, playoff hockey is lit. Two fans. David. Watch playoff hockey. <laughs> I mean, anything playoff. Put playoff in front of anything, and it's pretty lit. I mean, what, what, what has playoff in front of it and isn't? That's a good point. You can't even playoff baseball is lit. Like, you can't, you can't even deny that. No, you don't. Know, that's a great point. Fair. Two fans, you know where to find us at Slice Devils Pod on Twitter, at Slice Devils Podcast on Instagram, also on YouTube and TikTok. And uh, we will see you next time. Maybe even playoff croquet too. Croquet? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs>